0: Welcome to the United We Scan podcast, the podcast by rural carriers for rural carriers. The views expressed in this podcast do not reflect the views or opinions of the United States Postal Service or the National Rural Letter Carriers Association. We ask that you please consult your assigned union representative for guidance in your local area. Make sure you like this podcast, share with your fellow rural carriers, and subscribe to be notified each time a new episode is uploaded. Please rate this podcast five stars where applicable, and leave a comment or question for us below. Thank you. Now, here are the hosts of the United We Scan podcast.
1: Welcome back, everybody. Episode 53. And as the title says, this is the final one of 2023 with well, the holidays coming up we're going to spend some time with our family but we'll be back right after the new year. Josh, how was your week? It was a week.
2: Didn't have an arrow key Friday. So I took the mail for the two thirds of the route for a ride. Give it let it get some fresh air and brought it back. Got a 1571 who that supervisor went and asked the said something to the other supervisor who got on her high horse about. There's three supervisors there in the morning. I could have asked the other ones. I don't knowing that they know that my key broke, and we're waiting on the replacement to come in. Assuming they actually reported it. I don't think I should have to beg so to speak for a key every day. That's just me. Not looking forward to so that meant an extra long day yesterday because I had double the mail for two thirds of the route, plus an almost full coverage because the Costco coupons came in. So that was three times the amount of time at each CBU. We'll see what this week brings. How about you, James? How was your week?
3: Well, my
0: week started off fine and then around Wednesday I started getting sick and so bad I was down Thursday and Friday from work had to call off, unfortunately, but started feeling better yesterday and today I went out and did things, you see how I'm doing see how I'm progressing, see if I have the energy to be able to go to work tomorrow. So it looks like I'm going to be good to go to work tomorrow and finish out the rest of the week so hopefully i'll be all right hopefully it doesn't uh rebound on me and put me back into bed again because i slept for 26 straight hours at one point but just trying to get through uh the holiday season i know that uh calling off during this time is a big problem for a lot of offices especially management but i've been lucky that the management that i've been dealt with have uh always been top cards in the deck so i think it's it's a good thing that i have what i have and i do feel bad for others that don't have what i have but i'm hoping that this week is a good week maybe a little of extra overtime pad that check a little bit and uh get back into the swing of things getting off the sickness how about your week bill
4: Oh, God, are you kidding me? I had one day that I didn't work past eight o'clock. We had one day where the accountable cage, where they keep the accountable carts, was locked and they couldn't find the key. So somehow they bent the cage, the, the sliding cage door, enough for our skinny postmaster to go in and get the keys. And like a numbskull, she's standing in there calling out keys just grab all the keys and come on out. Okay. I mean, for God's sakes, let, let's not be stupid all the time. But then she tried to make friends with me on Friday. She came over and said to me and, and Mark Juan, who's on the, the route next to me, said, did you guys scan your uh, Advo barcodes on Thursday? I said, yes, I did. She goes, well, it doesn't show up on the report. And I says, not my problem. That's happened before. I said, so obviously there's either something wrong with the scanner or the server. And she goes, well, you need to scan it again in front of me. And I said, why will that prove that it worked, even if it doesn't show up again? And she goes, well, no, this way I can verify that we actually did it. And I can cover you in regards to, you know, not playing with, you know, the, the demands of the office. And I said, oh, you mean you have you're going to be able to cover your ass? She looked at me. She said, excuse me. And I said, because if you're not covering your ass, then you're calling me a liar. And she just stood there and looked at me. She goes, will you scan it again? So I I said, sure. I scanned it again. I showed the prompts in front of her, entered it, and it came up successful.
3: And then this woman had the nerve to say, are you logged in on right round? I gave her a scanner. I said, you look it up. And I went back to work.
4: And she stood there trying to figure out how to how to go and find out what route it was on. She took it over to another carrier who showed her how to find out what route it was. Then she came back and gave me the scanner. She goes, you're on the right route. I said, yes, I know. Took the scanner back and just turned my back on. It, the, it took me almost a year and a half to break in the old Postmaster to the point where we had a working relationship. And we understood each other in regards to where we were coming from. Okay. Now I've got this new lady who's never dealt with rural carriers and she's trying to explain rural carrier contract language to me. And I look at her and I said, I'm sorry, that's not what it says. Oh, yes, it is. I said, well, when you find it, you, you, you get it, bring it to me and I'll believe you. But I swear to God, you know, 26 years now. Okay. I'm in mean, my 26th year. I don't know what I'm doing. Now, here's the other problem, ladies and gentlemen. Has anybody had, had problems with their scanner going back to the old format off and on? No. Because the other day, mine did, and I couldn't even do a depart the route because it wasn't on the scanner. It
3: happened. you going to have not personally seen it. I'm, no. I'm just, you know. We're getting paid with these scanners, and they don't record.
4: They ought to just take well, this whole con- contract with about Rex and put it on hold until they figure out what the hell's going on.
2: Nope. But when I huh? came in Friday morning, my you know I picked up my scanner. I'm like, oh, I got the the hand strap back. Then I realized that it was a different scanner they replaced my scanner because it wasn't downloading at all. So, which is okay, that's fine. The problem is the yellow scan button on the left side, which is the one I use with my left thumb, is missing. (laughs) The button's missing? So the last two days, the the yellow scan button on the the side of the scanner.
3: Uh, How's it missing?
2: Oh. <laughs> oh. But so now I'm the last two days I've been playing you know fussing with it trying to figure out how to hold it without hitting the enter button on the left side while using the scan button on the right side.
3: Well, how was your week,
1: Kristen? Well, <laughs> It started off kind of interesting. I did have three days this week where I came in under evaluation. What? Yeah. I actually was home before it was dark. That was really weird. Yesterday was one of them, actually. And I think was the other one? No, the other one was Friday. Friday. Yeah, Friday I was in at 3, 322 I got back to the office and I had a note that says, well, you can do your mapping, we need to get mapping done, you can do yours today or tomorrow. I said, well, I have a date with a Marine tomorrow, so I'll do it now. And then I was back yesterday, just under evaluation by a half hour. Tuesday, I had been bugging them for a week. I needed assistance on Tuesday. Because I had my youngest daughter's uh, Christmas band concert two hours away. Oh yeah, you know we'll get sk- we'll we'll get you help. We'll 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 do what we can. And so Tuesday, I was sorting out the parcels, giving them back into the route, and I went up and said something to her, and she looked at me, going, "Oh well, I couldn't get so and so, so no, you don't have help." And I looked at her. and I probably got a little, uh, emotional, let's put it this way, slightly pissed off, and she had a couple packages for some reason that were, I don't know if in the Mr. Own card, or some that she handed to me, and I took those, and I probably said a few choice words, because at that point, I was in blind rage, and... Tossed the packages at my case and walked out the door to go have a cigarette. And at that time, co-worker said, I'll go do my second trip so she can do what she's been wanting, what she needs to do for her daughter. They were going to give him the help so he wouldn't have a second trip because the poom's been yelling at them about his second trips. He's the only POV route in the office, and that's the 93-mile route. And it's 20 miles, or not 20, but 10 miles to the, to the first box. So, yeah, he racks up the miles on the second trips. And uh, she's like, oh, I'll have to go talk to the postmaster. And I was at that point, if the postmaster hadn't caved, I was going to walk back into the building, toss the LLV keys at her, and tell her she could take the damn route herself, and I was going to go home for the day. That's where I was at Tuesday. Luckily, she caved. So I got the parcel help, and I was back by, I don't know, 3.30 in time to go home, change real quick, and drive two hours to my daughter's band concert. (laughs) (laughs) That's how my week pretty much went. But the rest of the week, you know, Wednesday was heavy, but not a big deal. I think I had a mailer. Yeah, I did. I had a box holder. On Wednesday. And, but, I don't know. Mail's been really light for us. Flats have been super light all week. I actually pulled down into my DPS three days this week. Which is really weird. But, other than that, it hasn't been too bad. We'll see what this next week holds.
4: I mean, the flats usually die after the 10th. Because, oh, yeah, yeah, you, know, you don't have enough time to have it manufactured, put on a ship across the uh, Pacific. To get yep. to you. Uh, yeah. But there, there is a fun item that the Panama Canal is still backed up.
1: Oh, yeah. So there, yeah there's I've a lot of cargo that. ships
4: still sitting out there waiting to get to the East Coast.
1: Yeah, we always get... It seems like there's always a delay somewhere.
0: Well, they don't, they don't want to put the uh, containers on trains in Los Angeles because... They've been robbing every single one of them cargo containers in Los Angeles. You see it on the news all the time. All the, all the Amazon and Timu packages strewn about on the railroad tracks as people are looking for the expensive items coming over, overseas.
2: Yeah,
0: And unfortunately, it's happening a lot more in stores and things like that. Society's really going downhill. Uh, the cost of stuff is too high. And people are feeling that they have to start stealing stuff in order to either survive or because they can't afford what they want to have. So they just steal it.
1: Oh, and the highlight of my week, my son got in Monday night. My brother picked him up and my son showed up yesterday afternoon to my house. And we went to a concert last night and he's up on my couch right now watching Japanese anime with my boyfriend. So I have my son home till Tuesday and then he's going to leave again and go visit more friends.
3: Yay!
1: <laughs> right? Right? <laughs> I,
4: I bet you that's the biggest present you'll get this year.
1: It really is.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it's, yeah. The,
0: yeah, I think it's any, the best present you're going to get this year.
1: Any Christmas where I can have all three of my kids together is the best Christmas.
4: Well, I don't know. I got an early Christmas present with you know what you put on the uh, our host page about the uh, person that met me in Orlando.
1: Yes, that was on, I hadn't checked our Apple podcast uh, stuff lately, so I, uh, was, I was doing my benefits today, putting my insurance in and whatnot, and I decided since I had the laptop up in the living room, I was going to go in and check out the comments on our uh, Apple Podcasts, and I'll go ahead and read it real quick. This person gave us a five-star rating, so it's very informative. I met Bill in Orlando at the convention. I was warned he was a troublemaker, so when I was seated at his table for the banquet, I didn't engage too much. After listening to a few podcasts, I now wish I would have talked talked more with him. It is clear all four hosts care about the craft and their fellow carriers.
2: Talk about the feels.
1: I know.
3: I had to share that one right away. And that's why we do
4: this, folks. We care. We truly care. This is not lip service. This is not kiss ass. This is
3: we care.
0: Because guess what? No matter what happens, we're always going to be with the rest of our brothers and sisters of the craft. We're going to be by your side no matter what. Because the most important person in the rural carrier union is the carrier on the ground delivering the mail.
1: Absolutely. Boots on that. the
4: ground. Boots on the ground. Speaking Boots of that...
1: Boots in the house. Okay. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of that,
0: we did have another news release from our esteemed president, Don Maston, filing a step-four grievance, finally, on the
3: failure to pay rural carriers. Now, mind you, it took, um, what? four months
0: to figure this out, three, four months to figure this out that they need to actually file a step four to actually get management to do what they're supposed to be doing. Because that's exactly what a grievance is for is to tell management to do something or not do something that they're either supposed to be doing or are not supposed to be doing like violating the contract or violating
3: federal law. But it was an interesting two-minute and 50-second video that
0: literally could have just been a press release, like they normally do, instead of having to sit there. I could have read it faster than the way he spoke it. But I'll give him credit that he is using a little bit more technologically advanced information spreading than the previous leadership did. I'll give him that, but unfortunately, there was no substance to it that could have been better than
1: just a standard press release. What is your guys' take? It was quite bland and obviously read off a teleprompter or something. Yes, I agree. I mean, it. it I, I, I will give them that, that they did put it out via a social media way, so to say. But, at the same time, yeah, it's something that could have easily just been done as a press release. I mean, there really wasn't a lot... There wasn't any substance to it whatsoever.
4: And and again, only the union members were privy to it. Unless the union member put the leak out there for non-union members. Yeah. Well, I, I'll refrain from commenting on the comments that followed after people saw that. <laughs> because... Some of them are very obscene, very disrespectful. Yes. It had rolling on the floor.
3: Yeah.
0: And we do not condone being disrespectful to anybody in the craft. Because we are all brothers and sisters of the craft. But at the same time, we have a right to hold our leadership that
3: is elected by the delegates to a higher standard than the rest of the craft as well.
0: Their job is to protect the craft from management. And I have yet to see real protection from the top of the
3: food chain in the leadership to the craft at the bottom. You know, we had 5,
0: 55,000 carriers not get paid. Where was the step four? Didn't happen.
3: Then we had 2200 not get paid. That was three weeks prior to this.
0: And then finally, he decides to actually file a step four. But then again, we have step fours from 2019, 2016, still sitting, waiting to be adjudicated. So I wonder how long this step four is going to take. When, um... when he gave up, When he came out and brought out the message about the 55,000 carriers not getting paid and that management told the union it wouldn't happen again, I went, yeah, Corey Walton says it best. Management would rather climb a tree to lie than stand on the ground to tell the truth. So management lied to the union, said it wouldn't happen again, we're going to fix the problem, and it happened again. And people didn't get paid again and people still aren't getting paid right, and yet it took three, four months to file a step four grievance on this, the minute we found out the carriers were not getting paid, that step four should have been written up and ready to go. And then when they did not get their checks on that Friday, that step four should have been handed over to management and said, now we're going to discuss this. And our director of labor relations should have sat down with management right then and there and said, all right, this is what we're going to do. We're going to go through this. We're going to get this solved.
3: We're going to get it done now because these carriers need to get paid. The fact that the Department of Labor, who has
0: literally no affiliation with the Postal Service other than a supervising agency over labor,
3: My has gotten more done Nothing. for rural right. carriers. They have done more. I love you. Hey, Bill.
1: (laughs) Yes. We love you too. (laughs) My wife.
4: (laughs) I'm not ashamed to say it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But the Department of Labor has done more than our union, and they've only gotten half the money back to the carriers that they're owed. Do you want to tell me? That an outside agency is doing more for our carriers than our inside agency.
3: Our paid representatives. That we pay almost $200,000 just in salary alone. For one person. For one person. Each person. why is it that we had to bring in the Department
0: of Labor and other agencies into this situation when
3: our union should have been stepping up and doing the job in the first place?
1: Yes, this is a uh, subtitled A Rabbit Hole <laughs> episode. <laughs> uh. All right. Yeah, yep. it, it's it's I it, it just that it took that long. You know, and not just the 55,000 and the 22,000 those two instances, but there's instances every pay period where an officer carriers do not get paid. And it's ridiculous that even that happens at all. Whether it's management not submitting it on time or a glitch somewhere here or there. It's ridiculous that any person has to miss a paycheck because of why? And then nothing happens other than trying to fight for that paycheck? Yeah, I find it ridiculous. Go ahead, Bill.
4: I, I just want to go down my favorite rabbit hole this time of year. UPS, FedEx. Uh, not so much DHL, uh, the Target people, all all those little companies out there, you know, stuffing their uh, packages in the mailbox. Bill May's rule, according to Article A one twenty five, take them back and, and you know to the post office, and they're supposed to return them to the sender. And the only caveat that I do during the year is on Christmas Eve. That's the only time I'll leave it there. I don't want to ruin everybody's Christmas, but otherwise. Folks, take it to the door. You're paid to deliver to the door. Take it to the damn door. Gotta, you know, I I hate being a Grinch about the whole thing, but every mailbox says approved by the United States Postal Service, the Postmaster General. It's not
3: your mailbox. Knock the shit off.
4: You know, I hate being the bad guy, but, you know, you're taking money from me.
1: Yeah, I rolled up uh, to uh line of mailboxes. It was the day before. And uh, I had a couple packages for the house, and I obviously know where the house is. It's not, you know, near the mailbox there. And I look, and there's this package sitting <laughs> underneath the mailbox. And I'm going to assume it was FedEx, as it wasn't a, a UPS label. And I just shook my head. <laughs> as i drive down the road to the house and deliver her four huge heavy packages that day but and it was like one of the posts i saw on the social web somebody commenting you know it's just talking about the holiday packages or they they ran into another carrier well, i don't remember if it was fedex or ups and they're like oh how you know i got like 180 stops and or 180 packages how, how you doing and the you know the carrier just looks at him and goes 318 And they just kind of, oh, and book out of there. (laughs) You know, guys, I don't want to hear about FedEx and UPS and their 150 packages or their, their, you know, their 125 stops, 180 stops when we're pulling how many a day on top of delivering mail?
0: Yeah. I just saw a post on Facebook from a mail group Person just delivered eight hundred and forty packages, five a.m. till nine p.m. Wow! Yeah, that hurts. Like I complain means- when I have a
4: hundred and fifty. Like ow.
1: My two hundred and twelve yesterday felt like a light day.
4: It, it it's funny. Yeah, you know, we you're under two hundred and fifty. It's like God. I I had a you know below average day. I'll get done before evaluation that's that's a nice day but then again like I said I got done before 8 o'clock once this week that's how bad we're getting hammered
1: well like yeah, yesterday it's my... kind of tapered off a bit but not uh, some routes not all routes like yesterday for example
2: my, my parcel count when I went and reviewed my entries was only 168 where I've been low to mid twos all week, but I got back later than any other day this the past week and a half.
3: That's because you're you know,
4: milking it, was, it on the overtime.
2: I haven't gotten overtime yet, not if you exclude my K-days.
4: I didn't say you were a good milker. I'm just saying you were milking <laughs> <it>. <laughs> Or Or the, or the uh, former ADR explaining that you get overtime after you... Uh, past the what's it uh 57.36 hours which is a maximum for a 48k Mm
3: -hmm.
4: and i'm sitting there going the contract says you get overtime after you go past your evaluation my evaluation is 62.336 hours well that's not how it works okay i'm I'm sorry i i didn't know how to read the contract
1: i uh I don't know how many hours, I I didn't have as many hours this week, uh, this past week. But the first week of the pay period, uh, not counting the three, three and a half hours of helping out on the other route and helping the new sub, I had about 62 hours. That include my K-Day, though, too.
4: It's funny because, you know, I got a phone call from a, a certified steward. Wanted to know if they took a sick day, would it affect their overtime? There was about a three minute pause before she said, are you there, Bill? And I said, you are a steward, right? Yeah. I says, and you don't know how it
3: affects your, your overtime. No. I said, call your ADR. <laughs> That's... Well, now you got to explain it for the people that are listening because you've talked about it. Now you got to give
0: them
4: the answer. <sighs> You don't get overtime if you take annual or sick leave or ELWA. It does not contribute towards the total amount of work hours to accumulate overtime. It's a free day. So unless you're working the other five
3: days and get overtime, that day that you take leave, you're not going to get overtime. go. Yep. It's not work. If you're not working,
4: you can't get overtime, folks. It's just it's that simple. Okay, it's overtime for work hours. Leave is not co- computed in that. So, don't think you're getting shorted. It's just the way the contract is.
1: Now, everything that I've read said that leave counts towards his work hours during the three weeks.
3: Right. It, it's not. Okay. It is not. Well,
4: like this I said, it's,
3: it's, it's the same way of
4: saying that, you know, you're evaluate, going over the 48K standard for the evaluation is where your overtime starts, even though you're evaluated higher. No, the language in the contract is very specific. You must go over your evaluation.
3: And you also have to remember the term is work. Hours. Yes.
0: That means hours you are on the clock. So if you were off sick, even though you're paid for that day, you are not on the clock. It's the same as when you're on annual leave. You are not on the clock because you are not physically working. It's the same concept. A lot of people don't get that realization that oh i have to actually be on the clock working the hours that's why you see on your paycheck that it says actual hours worked versus rural hours worked the actual hours are your work hours that you spent on the clock so if you were there for six hours you were there for eight hours you were there for 10 hours that's where the actual hours would be there and then the rural worked hours
3: would be your evaluation And, and it'll, it spells it out right on your pay stub. It's kind of eluded, but it spells it out. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so we are in the last week of the three weeks of Christmas overtime period.
0: Yeah, this is the last week to get your overtime payments, even though the next two weeks after that are still going to be a hell of a week. Because not only are you going to still get the shipments of people that ordered stuff too late that it didn't make it by Christmas. Then you're going to turn around and get everybody that's ordered stuff because they got gift cards for Christmas presents. Because the people that ordered the stuff too late couldn't get it there for Christmas, so they went out quickly to Target or Walmart or wherever to buy gift cards for the people that they didn't get their presents in on time. So you'll get and those packages coming in, too.
1: Then, and, then, and then it's return season. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which, you know, some areas are higher on the returns than others, but yes. Yeah. I was going to say, it then starts the return season because somebody bought the wrong color, wrong size, wrong whatever.
4: And on top of that, you have another short week with a holiday on a Monday.
3: Yep. And so So. you got two Tuesdays. Yep. Two days after, after holiday, Tuesdays
0: after that.
1: Hey, you know, if that's the only way I can have two weekends with two days off in a row, I'll take it, though. (laughs) <laughs> I, uh, did I tell you guys that, uh, you know, we had the three new subs hired. Did I tell you that one of them quit before she started OJT? I think I mentioned that last week.
3: I think you did. You yeah. Talk about
1: it. Yeah. Yeah. She, uh, moved from out of state and was having a hard time finding a place to live and then got sick with COVID and just said, nope, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to move back home. Oh
3: yeah. Sometimes life tells you to go that way.
1: Yes, it does. But I am still next to get a sub. Once if we get another one hired anytime soon, it'll go to me.
0: Nice, and then you can start yeah. going to to events.
1: Yeah, then I can start going to concerts in the middle of the week and take the next day off. <laughs> yeah. Unlike the one I had to skip a couple weeks ago because I was not done in time and I wasn't, it wasn't going to be worth the two hour, one way drive and be there for an hour and a half because I got there late. So, yeah, it's, uh, it'll be nice to have a sub. Don't get me wrong. I'll miss the, uh, overtime, but I think we're pretty a ways away before I actually get one though. I'm not holding my breath.
3: Now, we got a sub that's, uh, and he's he's under his 90 days,
4: and he's not bad on on the primary that he trained on, you know. So, okay, they're using them to run parcels, and he comes to me. He says, "Can I take some big parcels off of you?" Yeah. You know, oh sure. So I had this one hamper with nothing but big parcels. So he takes the parcels out on the dock, writing an address down. Then he puts them into his phone, and then you know comes back and brings me three of them back. And I says, what's the matter? Wouldn't they fit? He goes, oh, no, they're not close enough, you know, for me to go to.
1: Uh, Okay. I will, I'm going to mention, Phil, we had a a, a listener post this in the listener chat. And uh, it says, it's an excerpt from the contract. I was just going to bring that up. The uh, Christmas holiday leave. Christmas holiday and paid leave taken by regular carriers will be credited as work performed for the purpose of determining work hours during the Christmas period. Such holiday and paid leave should be computed on the basis of the appropriate daily evaluation for the route as shown in the following table, blah, blah, blah.
2: And that's nine two H one F.
1: Yes. If you take leave during the Christmas holiday time, those three weeks, it does count towards as work performed. Oh, my bad. Your work we can correct
0: it. And I was told the exact same thing Bill was by my higher union representative. So
1: Yes.
4: That that's been a, a staple of their argument for years.
0: And that's why we're here, is that way we all learn from each other, we all get experience with each other, and when we're wrong, we say we're wrong.
2: Yeah, I I know a buddy of mine years ago when we actually had staffing, and they would tell half the carriers come in, and then they have to be off the clock by 11, and then the other half, they would tell them don't come in till 11. But I would put him for a, you know, call in sick because then instead of 11 to 4 or 12 to 4, he's getting credit for the full day's hours, even though he burned a sicker annual day.
3: Yep. Do me a favor. Put that back up there, the article that you found, okay? Yeah.
1: It's in the listener uh...
3: chat. Yeah, Yeah, it's it's in in the the listener. listener chat.
1: Are the main channel, listener chat channel. It's yeah, Article
3: 9. Know, it's Article 9 to
2: H1F. And then I put, just before that, I had put something that someone had posted recently from Rural Info, which shows That's the week one, week two, what your hours worked were. And it had an annual leave day in week two, so.
3: So we stand corrected. Yes. And, and that's why we have more than one person and more
4: than one voice doing this so that we can draw from multiple resources instead of pretending that we know everything. I and we don't make- just yeah you know, I, I spoke from experience with my dr and you know james concurred because that's what he was told and here we find out in writing that it's wrong and now it's corrected and you know that you will get your overtime
3: and if Gate you front. don't
4: what and if
3: you don't what do we do bill file 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 and smile yep so we don't come out here to talk My truth, Bill's truth,
0: Kristen's truth, Josh's truth, or anybody else's truth. We want to speak the truth that everybody can learn.
2: Even though I knew in the back of my head that you're supposed to get credit for the day, these last few weeks, I'm like, well, I guess I'm never going to make the overtime, even if I'm going over with being off on Thursdays, taking... Sicker annual each week for that day. Well apparently I guess I am getting credit for it.
0: Yeah, the um the biggest thing is we want everybody to learn because a well informed carrier is the bane of management. Management hates a well informed carrier. Leadership hates a well informed carrier because that makes more work for them. Yeah. Because sure you're stuff when your step one grievance may not be settled at step one. You may have to go to step two, step three, or step four. And that's a quote unquote cost to leadership. And arbitration is a cost to leadership. And when you're trying to sit there and save money off the backs of your own craft, you know, the first thing you take out is your step four arguments and your uh, arbitration. Those are your most expensive things that the union can do other than paying the salaries of leadership. So that's why a lot of times you'll see that higher levels they'll settle for language that already exists and things like that because they don't want to take the time to actually fight this out and get the right judgment. We're here to help hopefully guide in the right direction. And if we're wrong, One of our listeners will post it in the live chat or in our listener chat or even comment on Facebook about it because we're we're learning just as much as you guys are on a lot of things. We can be wrong. Hell, I've been wrong on quite a few things. I've been misquoted plenty of times, too. Everybody here has been misquoted.
1: Everybody (laughs) interprets what they read in their own way.
3: Or even
1: here. Yeah, I mean, exactly. That's like the biggest issue is interpretation. You know, a a mannerism of which you say something could be taken completely out of context from what you actually said and meant. And it just in the way that you say it. And it's sad that it happens that way, but unfortunately, you know, we're all individual people. And that's, it's all individualized. That's really much all I can say about it.
4: Well, opinions are like assholes. Everybody has one. They all stink.
1: Absolutely, at times. But, but not yeah. all, not all opinions stink, though. I will say there are some ones that smell fragrant, no, nicely. No. <laughs> <laughs> there are some good opinions out there. Don't get me wrong. But th- see, this is the
4: nice thing about our group. Okay, we're we're a roundtable. We're not, you know, just pushing one voice, one agenda. We, we have you know the five of us, we have our listeners, and we will research, we'll go back, we'll find out the truth, we'll correct ourselves and everything and that's how our national board ought to be. They shouldn't be just talking among themselves because they sure to hell don't have all the answers, especially in regards to the scanners and Amazon, which none of them have touched. but we have at least we have the humility to admit our mistakes. we have the intelligence to to go to others who may be more knowledgeable and, and we have you know the the audacity to say we fucked up here's the right yeah. way to do it okay you know and, and you know, but we're, I, drawing, we're drawing from more than just one voice one opinion we're drawing from thousands and that's how a union should be run drawn from absolutely. the membership
1: Absolutely. Yep. I mean, there'll be, you know, I've had Bill and Josh have both called me before just getting, hey, you know, can I get clarification on this? Is this how it's, you know, this, is this what it says or something or another like that? Yep. Or I've gone to them going, hey, guys, I this got brought to my attention. What's your take on it? You know, and we it just kind of as a round table it out. And then if somebody has the exact language or the exact interpretation or how it's supposed to be handled or You know, a step four settlement on that something, you know, they pull it out. Oh, here, I have this or whatever. You know, we we reach out to everybody and, you know, a member comes like, hey, no, it's this. And they show us the proof. Great. I mean, we get a lot of stuff sent to us that, you know, there's stuff out there right now I would love to talk about, but we can't because we don't have any proof for it. Until we have a solid evidence and proof on it, then, yeah, I'll be happy to talk about it all day long.
2: Yeah, that, you know, like Kristen was saying, I'll reach out to her or Bill and, and say, "Hey, in this article, it says that. Does that mean?" And they'll be like, "Absolutely," or "You're way off base. This is what it really is." And I'm like, "Okay, that makes sense. Never mind. Forget It's yeah. <laughs> that time no. of year.
0: And another reminder to everybody here, uh, for those of you who are on POV routes, EMA is going to decrease $0.03 per mile December 30th, basically the end of the year. So it will be going down to $0.95 per mile or a minimum of $38 per day for regular carriers on a route or anybody on a route. and. Employees providing auxiliary assistance or serving auxiliary routes will receive $0.95 per mile or $10.10 per hour, whichever is greater. And the EMA should not exceed the amount provided in the special EMA chart for route stops and miles. So this was the seventh adjustment under the terms of the 2021 to 2024 agreement and the next quarterly adjustment will occur after the February 2024 CPI release. The cost of everything's gone up, but the pay is going down for something else.
1: And EMA is not directly related to gas prices, people.
0: No. It is is connected to the Consumer Price Index for Urban Wage Earners and Clerical Workers.
3: And not would, clerical, it, as in
0: as in um, church and church ministries. Clerical,
3: as in secretaries, yeah. administrative, <laughs> administrative side.
1: <laughs> but I, uh, it'd be nice at times if it was uh, based off of gas prices, but unfortunately, it's not. I noticed ga- the cost of cars, cost of yeah. car parts too. Oh, I know. <laughs> I mean, our gas in prices area, have gone down a little bit lately, but
2: yeah, I was just going to say, in in my area, the gas prices have dropped, not a lot, but they have dropped.
1: Yeah,
2: for yeah, now. No, so,
4: nobody's driving to the store to buy their Christmas presents. Well,
3: yeah. So there's a glut of gasoline.
1: Yeah. Oh, but we're delivering them all.
3: Cheapest price
0: around me right now is two fifty nine.
1: That's and it was still see anywhere from two ninety five cheapest I saw yesterday going down to Flint was two seventy seven. We're still right around three o five two ninety five in my area.
0: Yeah, I was just looking at that air two ninety five to three bucks.
1: Yeah,
4: southeast PA is at three twenty eight, but it's two two seventy nine in Gaylord.
3: I
2: haven't
1: been there me... since Tuesday and it wasn't quite that low Tuesday when I was there because I did have to fill up on the to come home. But
2: Jazz yeah. buddies tell me 289 to 309 in my area. Yeah. Yeah. So
3: but really folks, the
0: next steps that we have coming up through this year. We have the last this is the last few weeks of the year. And we're going to be probably pretty heavy on parcels, pretty heavy on getting things out and done. Um, But we're going into a new year,
3: another year in this podcast.
1: I want to add to that real quick, though, is yesterday started pay period one. Yep. We just finished pay period 26 on Friday. Yesterday started pay period 1 for the 2024 pay calendar.
3: Uh, so you can oh, even... so,
1: so what does that mean? That's also coming up after return season and gift card seasoning, W2 season. Yep. <laughs>
3: and then also
0: if if you, just... if you do your if you have your last paycheck, you get your last paycheck. You can actually start filling out your taxes when you get your pay, final pay stub, because all the information will be at the bottom of your pay stub—the year-to-date stuff. It'll be this paycheck is the last one, so that'll be what'll be filed on your taxes.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna wait till I get my W-2, though. I always, I always uh, wait and just uh, verify numbers.
4: But it'll oh, oh, give you an idea.
1: Oh, oh yeah. <laughs>
4: No joy, I get to write out another $8,000 check to the
1: IRS. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I uh, won't be getting the tax returns I've had in the past, that's for sure. I, uh, yeah. (laughs) The last two pay periods of the year was as a regular, but my last RCA paycheck beat out my uh, gross year to date. My last uh, RCA paycheck was. Oh, just over $5,000 more than I grossed for the whole entire year last year. Well, my just wife wanted
4: remember... me to, to go into a cash business like, uh, you know, pole dancing at the Blue Oyster. Because <laughs> <laughs> table, table one's killing me.
3: Yeah. No, you, just to to half, you just need to go to half cat, Bill. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Just remember, companies have until the first business day after January thirtieth to have W twos postmarked.
4: Tell that to the post office. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, I got I got mine at the end of February last year.
1: Yeah, I got I don't get a paper one. Mine comes. I just get mine online. So usually, usually online, they're posted under postal ease. Usually between pay period two and pay period three. Well, usually,
4: that's, yeah, that's that's if you can get on postal ease and get it this year. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Usually, well, you know, my it's... wife's work don't mail them out at all. They tell them they have to print them from on you know the internet their um internet or the intranet. Yeah. Well, I know.
4: I don't have a computer, and in the Vale we don't have internet reception. So how the hell am I supposed to get that?
1: So I well, did you discover see, today. They can't
2: get to them at home. I, they have to print them from work.
1: I did discover today when I went in and was doing my benefits, and I went to sign up, you know, to do the FSA. The flexible spending account. That it did tell me for 2024, I have to wait until after January 1st
3: to do it. Hmm. Yep. Interesting.
1: Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. following the link on Postalize that gave me to go sign up, and it told me I had to wait until January 1st, 2024,
2: before I could do it. Oh, that reminds me. I have to go in there and um with that new login system that they have.
1: Yep.
4: I, I did see where Fast fed said uh, that they had a late sign up, and they gave you a choice of reasons why you were late. And you know, I, I just put down it was lost in the mail.
1: <laughs> yeah, but under as under new hire, which I have to go under as new hire, and I have to redo my background check and fingerprints
3: Why? yeah, I, I had to do that too.
1: Yep, I have until the twenty ninth to do that. In office, she is. I'll pay oh. you eighty one twenty seven time. I said thank you.
3: That, that's really weird.
1: Yep. Yeah, I guess that's what they do now for when you newly convert is. And I was looking at because she printed off the email and everything, and it's only five years back. Thank goodness. I haven't changed anything in five years, so I'm good there.
4: That's good. I haven't had a badge in seven, so, you
2: know. <laughs> I still have my original, I think, in my wallet. I had,
1: to, I had to turn my turn my badge in when they renewed it for me, which is coming up again next year, too.
2: Do you have the barcode on yours? Yes, I do. Okay. Yeah, I, I have the old school without the barcode. Supposedly two managers ago, they were ordering everyone a new badge with that, but it hasn't happened yet.
4: I should have kept the last badge they gave me. It had my my picture and
1: name on it. Who's the city (laughs) carrier? (laughs) You know? I was sitting there going, I
4: don't think so.
1: I remember when I lost my first badge at my old office and I got a replacement and I asked them to spell my name correctly because they misspelled my first name, as everybody does. It's an I-N, not an E-N. And they and it came, and okay, we'll get take taken care of. And then it, they gave me the replacement badge and it still had my name spelled incorrectly. So when it expired and I got the new one done at my current office, and actually, they finally fixed it. And You know, it only took four years, five years. Do we have anything else to talk either. about tonight, guys? There is one last
0: thing I would like to touch on.
1: Go and for that it. is,
0: we, we're going into our next election cycle for the union next year. Starting next year, we're going to have to find out. We're going to need people from every single state to be involved in this because we want recommendations from each and every state and territory. For delegates to national convention because it is very difficult to coordinate getting people to get to the, together for the delegation but if we can have at least one person from each state representing help us figure out who is supporting the craft on the delegate list that would be a big bonus for everybody involved because in order to make this craft better, we need a delegation that wants to make this craft better, that wants to move us to the next generation. And doesn't want to just keep the same old, same old.
1: And for those of you that are that make delegate that'll be first time delegates, just as a heads up, the room blocks usually open up the beginning of May. I notice it kind of falls around the same time mid states conference does when they open up May the room 1st. blocks. Yeah, for uh, national, first. it does require a one-night's deposit at the time of booking. It can be, you know, if you're going by yourself, it can be costly. That's where you look at having roommates. And you don't have to room with people from your own state.
3: Yeah, you can. Know.
1: <laughs> you know, if you've got a buddy at a nearby state or a state across the country and you guys want to get, you know, go together. You know, you, you, you make those connections on the social webs or conferences or whatnot. You can room with people from anywhere. It doesn't matter when it comes to rooming. And it does definitely yep. does. In help. In
2: Orlando, I had someone from Michigan and someone from Florida. I
1: had two people from uh, North Carolina. So, yeah, you know, it's. It definitely does help the cost with the roommate, I will say that for sure.
3: <laughs> yeah, that
1: was and... a menage
3: a quattro.
1: Yeah, we won't go there. <laughs>
2: uh... <laughs> I think that bush is calling your name, Bill.
4: Yeah, okay, snuggle bear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> you ain't never living that one down. <laughs> uh, you just yeah. lucky you didn't bring his cat. <laughs>
0: Thank yeah. God. But we, we really want to start working towards getting towards this next national convention because, in order to progress this union and grow this union and make this union the best world carrier union ever overall, we need people that have that passion, have that desire to serve the craft. So if if you're one of those in any states, we're looking for 51 states, and we're going to make a post on our Facebook group asking for a representative from each state who would be willing to
3: provide a delegate list to the the group. So if you can help us out, reach out.
1: All right, guys, anything else tonight? as we are wrapping this uh, 2023 20, year up. woohoo! It's the end of the year. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, guys, last week of Christmas OT is this week. A week from tomorrow is Christmas Day. Two weeks from tomorrow is New Year's Day. Be safe out there. We've got this. One more week to go. Enjoy the time with your families. Enjoy your Christmas holidays. Enjoy New Year's. Don't overindulge. If you do overindulge, please be safe and responsible. Have a designated driver or stay at home and overindulge. That's all I can say about that one. Go ahead, guys. Final comments for this evening. Josh?
2: Uh, Like Kristen just said, stay safe. Be diligent. Um, It's still getting... Darker earlier. I'm telling you, Kristen, those finger flashlight gloves are godsent. godsend. I know the first day I had them, I showed one of the city carriers and he ordered three pairs one for himself and one to give to his T-Tricks and someone else. I just had one of the other. Rural carriers saw you know, told me pull them out and like, you know asked me for a link to them so she can order a pair for herself. So you know and like you said, there's no glare on the windshield when you you know when they're on. And last night it was like pitch black out there. Was finishing delivering and it, I was able to read the addresses. It was a beautiful thing. Do not get yourselves overwhelmed. If you do, take a step back, take a deep breath, step back in. Again, be safe. We'll see you next year.
3: James, go ahead. Well, unlike Kristen, I know it's more than one week of
0: trouble for us for the rest of the year. As we said earlier, with the excess packages, returns, plus people using gift cards and so on. But we're going to get through it. We're going to get into the new year and we're going to keep moving forward on making this a better craft for everybody.
4: So no matter what, remember we're all in this together. James is right. It, you know, we need your input in regards to the delegates. We need your your insight into the the uh Character of the individuals you you prefer to select for your national delegates. And that is so critical in us trying to get the national board changed to a, uh, a representative body that has our views and our interests at heart. And, you know, one of the things that, you know, I really, really would like to point out is that we need somebody in the national, you know, steward operations that will put some teeth back into the steward system. And there's plenty of horror stories out there. There's, there's, there's some good stories about, you know, ADRs and locals and everything else. And, and, so, and one or two DRs that I know personally, but we need to give the steward system some teeth and that starts with leadership. And that's one of the major positions that has to be changed is the, you know, director of steward operations. So, folks, you know, please participate in this request so we can get the delegates on board and represent at the National Convention and change the entire National Board to the body that it is supposed to be. That that represents the craft. Not themselves, but the craft. With that, you know, you've got the the next week coming up. You're going to have the overflow after that. You're going to have the returns after that. On top of that, you're going to have the sales after Christmas. So the next two or three weeks are still going to be heavy to a certain extent. Be safe. It's dark out there. Some of you are operating in wintry conditions. You know, be careful. You know, if you're unsafe, you know, jump off the route. Take it back. It's not worth injury to you. It's not worth getting disciplined for a, a, a wrecked vehicle or a damaged mailbox or anything else like that, take care of yourselves, okay? You're the most important delivery of the day, especially at this time of year. And and last year I had a, a very close friend and customer, Joe Junkra, who had been suffering for months. And I told him, I says, you need to get through Christmas. You need to, to make sure that you're here with your family, your children, grandchildren, your great-grandchildren. I said, because if you ruin the holidays by dying, I said, I'm going to dig you up and kick your ass. Of course, that, <laughs> made, <laughs> that made him laugh and smile and all. And, and he did. He he made it to February until he passed. And, you know, th- this is the type of relationships, you know, people, Oh, Bill's an angry person, Bill's a troublemaker, you know. This family basically adopted me and my wife. And we went to family picnics and the 65th wedding anniversary and everything. And let me tell you that there was never a better soul that I've encountered in my life than Joe Junkra. And it's a shame somebody like him has to pass or, you know, one of my customers had their dog die this past week. When there's so many more people out there that, you know, I'd rather see go to heaven before them. But be safe. You know, get home to your loved ones. Enjoy the holidays. Uh, most of us will be able to enjoy a, a, a two-day you know holiday this year. Some of us won't. RCAs most likely and the PTFs and whoever volunteers. Do your best. Do your job efficiently, safely, professionally, and then get your ass home to your loved ones, okay? Because it's not what's under the tree that counts, it's what's around the tree. It's the people surrounding that tree with the love, the warmth, and sincerity of a family. All right? Everybody have a Merry Christmas. God bless you all.
1: Thank you, guys. And I'll say it again. Everybody have a very happy Christmas. Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year. Stay safe, and we will see you in 2024.
2: To all of our listeners, everyone be safe. Have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year.